You're listening to Simple Talk, a podcast that dives into God's Word. I'm your host, Jason Cox. Join me and my special guests as we apply biblical knowledge to everyday life. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Simple Talk. Thanks for joining us today. My name, of course, is Jason Cox, and I'm joined today by my good friend, Mr. Mark Schlomer. Good morning, Jason. Good morning, everybody. How are you? I'm well. I'm well. I'm going to get Facebook pulled up here, make sure that we can see everybody's uh, comments, concerns, any basically anything that you have to say today. You can type it in here, and we will be able to see you on Facebook. Make sure to like and share this video if you feel like it's been a blessing to you today. Um, our scripture reading today was from the book of John, chapter 3, verses 1 through 17. And today, unlike most weeks, I'm not going to read the whole thing because it was a, was a lot of scripture. There's a lot of scripture. There's a lot of good good information in there. It's a Very great good scripture. Uh, basically, Jesus is telling Nicodemus that you have to be born of the Spirit. You have to be born again. And Nicodemus is like, well, what? We can't be born twice. And Jesus says, I tell you the truth. You cannot enter the kingdom of heaven without being born of the Spirit. So uh, Dennis's sermon was just fire. It was For good, sure. really good today. Um, so did anything stick out to you or pop out to you, Mark? Yeah, I think from a uh, from a scripture uh, point of view, I mean, obviously John three sixteen is oh yeah, my gosh, probably one of the most popular uh, scripture references. You know, for God so loved the world that He gave His only Son, that whoever believes in Him should have eternal life. But I think that in, in Dennis, ironically, or maybe it wasn't, um, maybe it wasn't irony. Uh, verse seventeen, mm-hmm. uh, for God did not did not send his son into the world to condemn the world. Oh, but to... But, um, but in my pen started to run out, but in order that the world might be saved. Mm -hmm. And I'm, you know, and I think that, um, and I, and I do want to come back to verse 11 too, but verse 17 just kind of spoke to me because, you know, I think people think that, that because you checking me out, <laughs> I got you, you confirm it. I have to look at the verse, yeah, just make sure which one you're talking about. But you know, I think that that sometimes, depending on where folks are in their faith journey mm-hmm. or even unchurch, those that don't go to church, it's yep. like, well, you know, there's this churchy or like over religious feel that you know, oh good grief you know god god or jesus is just here to condemn us Mm -hmm. and that's absolutely not true and it it got me to thinking about i mean the reason that at least for me Mm -hmm. that i come to church is because i mean i'm an idiot and i'm broken me too oh my gosh we're like brothers yeah Hmm. and play my drum set sure (laughs) (laughs) absolutely (laughs) (laughs) want to build some bunk beds yeah Yeah. then we can do more activities so much more space for activities that's right but you know it just again it it spoke to me because Mm -hmm. he didn't come here to condemn us he came here to save us and we have Mm -hmm. the opportunity one to be saved but um through through acts of faith and we have the opportunity to potentially 
help others. Yeah, right? for sure. Yeah, I think that people, they have this tendency to think of God as this big bad wolf, right? Yes. Who hates us. And look back in the Old Testament, you know, he wiped out 144,000, blah, 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 blah. I think that there's there are those people... Um, I'm not going to say that they're like God haters, but maybe people who are just against Christianity in general. They want to push this narrative that that God hates people, and that's absolutely not the truth. So, Jason, that brings us to something we talked about earlier in this huh. week via text. Is mm-hmm. there there there's a uh, <laughs> I th- I think when people hear the phrase. Uh, God-fearing man or God-fearing woman, that it is truly a fear of, oh gosh, if I misstep, what's going to happen? Yeah, and if you think about like 17th, 18th, 19th century Christianity, you know, they were the Salem witch trials, and they they were doing this evil stuff, these God-fearing people, because we fear God, so we've got to burn the witches and... You know, that most definitely took place, but that was human error. Correct. <laughs> that wasn't God error. Correct. Right? That's just like people who would perpetuate slavery and say that slavery was it was the right thing to do because it's in the Bible. No, yeah. man. Our yeah. God is unchanged. It's it's us. It's it's human beings that change and get wiser and get a deeper understanding and quit trying to push their own narrative via scripture. Right. You know? Right. And um, as something that came across, you know, my radar this week was, you know, in Proverbs nine ten, fear of the Lord mm-hmm. is the foundation of wisdom. Yeah. And and Dennis mentioned a couple of different or two types of wisdom in the sermon, mm-hmm. right? You know, worldly wisdom and well, godly hey, wisdom, hey, right? Let's back up. Let's <clears throat> put on the brakes. I feel like maybe we need to explain to you what fear of the Lord is. So a good contextual example would be your parents, right? If you grew up in a loving home, you probably still feared your dad because your dad owned a belt. And you know that he may whoop you with that belt, right? doesn't mean that your dad didn't love you. It just meant that your dad was going to use that belt to keep you on the right track instead of letting you be some wild child that just went and did whatever you wanted whenever you wanted, right? We have to have some form of of um, correction. Correction, yeah. Adjustment. Yeah. Tweaking. Some form of correction that we know may be coming our way if we if we get out of line. Doesn't mean that dad didn't love me. Right. Doesn't mean that mom didn't love me. Right. right. It just meant that they loved me enough to give me repercussions to keep me in check. Yeah. So that I didn't so did I fear him? Yeah, I, I'm a parent-fearing child, but yeah. I'm also a God-fearing child. It doesn't mean that God's a big, bad wolf. I think it was explained to us earlier this week that uh, fear of fear of God is taking him seriously. Yeah, taking him seriously. Absolutely. Just like you take your parents seriously. You know? Or you should. You Kids. should. You Kids, should. take your parents seriously. That's right, so that they don't have to whoop you with a belt. <laughs> Or whatever. <laughs> or whatever, that's right. Yeah, that's Mark, right. you ever get sick and tired of being sick and tired? Oh, man, this feels... Is this a country song? <laughs> it should be. It should be. Yeah, I th- thought maybe we could put it over like some Bob Seger 
Yeah, music. <laughs> I'm sick and tired of being sick and tired. I am and, uh, sick and tired. I get, How about you? I get sick and tired of being sick and tired. Um, yeah, I just thought I'd ask you about that. Well, when you're tired of being sick and when you're sick and tired of being sick and tired, mm-hmm. what do you do? To become unsick and untired. Turn off the news. Well, there is that. Yeah, <laughs> I'm so sick and tired of hearing about this pandemic and stuff coronavirus and all this whatever (laughs) yeah uh but what it's doing me and um i was talking to a friend this morning about the fact that it was making people lazy if you feel convicted i'm not speaking directly to you this is god speaking to you this isn't me i'm just putting it out there okay people are being convicted of their laziness of staying home because it's easy we we've fallen into this groove of you know what i'm not going to go to church this morning i'm just going to stay in my pajamas i can watch church online whatever right um and there's and this isn't my words this is coming from somebody that i spoke to this morning he said you know we kind of hit a point where we just had to say enough's enough. We're going to go to church this morning. And they did. They got up and they got dressed and they came to church. And he said, you know what's missing with online church? He's looking at me. He said, you know what's missing with online church? This. Yeah. You, I can't do this. I For can't sure. touch anybody. I can't hear Mark's voice in my ear. I can't look into his eyes. Online, all you can do is look at me. I can't see you. We can't. We can't interact except for on Facebook, and people yeah. miss that. Oh, you I know. know. I know. We aren't built to be alone. I was listening to the radio yesterday, and they were talking about that very thing about being able to get out and hug people. And mm-hmm. somebody even made the comment, and who knows? I could turn out to be one of those people too. Complete strangers. Yeah. You know, I haven't hugged anybody in fourteen, oh. thirteen, fourteen months. You know, bring it in. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> right? absolutely. Yeah, and and Dennis uh, kind of talked about something mm-hmm. conversely in his um, uh, in his sermon, and that is um, everything that we're going through. Honestly, everything in life is strictly temporary, right? Yeah, eternity yeah. is permanent. Yeah, so and he he put the thought out there, and it's. I mean, it's definitely worth giving some thought. Is that if if we pass, like when, pass away? Yeah, like when die, we, and and it's not really if it's when. Yeah. When we pass, and we're we are sitting in heaven, and we've only been there Ooh, in uh-huh. five minutes. Okay, are we going to look back and remember um, that we were so so uh, critical and and worried and compelled about what our our schedule or agenda is for the following week, mm-hmm. or are we going to look back and that we just didn't take the time right. to reach out to a friend that we haven't talked to in a while mm-hmm. or conversely or, or like, you know, where you were going, or I don't know if this is where you were going or not, but mm-hmm. getting up in, in, in just getting up and doing something. And I mean, I've been guilty of plenty guilty well, of yeah. being lazy. It's throughout so this whole, easy to it fall is. into, man. It is. Yeah, that's the thing. That's why I said I'm not. If if you feel convicted, that's God. Because I would. I'm not going to be a hypocrite. Yeah. Because I found myself being lazy during oh, this whole thing too. Plenty. It's what we too do. Much. It's our human nature. You know, yeah. we, we sit and we eat Cheetos and get 
orange fingers while our belly grows, and and then one day you're like, oh my gosh, I need, I need to get up, I need yeah. to get out, I need to do something different, you know. Yeah. Um, but that goes along with the idea of this idea of how are we living in light of eternity? Are we are we living fearful? Are we are we making disciples? Are we trying to spread the gospel? Like, are we doing what we are supposed to be doing as Christians? Or are we just introducing ourselves as Christians? Because there's a difference. There is. And I, I, I like the way that Dennis summed this up, too, was it's easy to come to church. It's easy mm-hmm. to do whatever, whether it's uh, read and devotional, which is great. I mean, because yeah. it keeps you in the word. But it takes work and effort to be in ministry. And that is Absolutely. telling others about it or... Yeah. Uh, reaching out to somebody yeah. and asking them what you can uh, pray for, yeah. or honestly, just being a decent human being to somebody else, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, yeah. And when he's talking about ministry, he's not talking about like full time ministry. He's just talking about anybody. You know, Mark's a, he's a saint. You're a saint, right? You're ministers. You go out and minister people in the Word, but it takes an action on your part to get a reaction from somebody else, whether that reaction be them going out and then spreading the gospel or, or whatever. And even though it's uncomfortable to come out to people and say, hey, man, how can I pray for you? You know how, like, that makes me feel good. When some, does that make you feel? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And I know it's not all about warm and fuzzies. Love is an action. Right. But praying for somebody is that action, you know. Yeah. And if I get warm and fuzzies, then great. Warm and fuzzies are good. Fuzzies, rainbows, unicorns. (laughs) Exactly. Turn the page. Activities. Yeah, Yeah, turn the page. Um, And and that's kind of what actually jumped out of me from verse 11, too. For truly, truly. Say unto thee. These were red letters. So it it came from Jesus. Truly, truly, I say to you that we speak of what we know and bear witness to what we have seen. Every single one of us has an example of where we have had mm-hmm. a prayer answered or looking outside and looking at the trees, birds, and what I mean, everybody has an example of something that, that we've heard or we've seen, mm-hmm. an example of God's goodness. Oh, yeah. yeah. What's the big deal in telling somebody else about that? Exactly, because I think that we've been... We've been wired, and I don't know how this happened. That would be a conversation for, for another time. But I feel like we've been wired to not talk. We don't talk about what? We don't talk about politics, and we don't talk about religion. Yeah. And that's how we're wired. We are wired to not talk about the two most important things in our lives, which is politics and religion. We should be talking about that more than anything. And it's it's... It's bad that that we aren't supposed to be talking about those things. Yeah. Because I may hate Biden, right? You may hate Trump. But if we sit down and talk about it and you figure out why I hate Biden, then you might say, hey, maybe, maybe there's something to that. Or I might talk to you and figure out why you hate Trump and go, hey, you know what? You got a point. And my point in saying that is we need to talk about this stuff. It's a, not just sit with this big white elephant in the room, you know? And I think the key word of what you're getting to is we've got to be able to talk about we it. We do, and, and, yes. You know, faith is absolutely the same way. There, yeah. there are there are certainly those that have a much deeper understanding of of the 
the Bible than I do, mm-hmm. you being one of them, um, and, and all of that. But <laughs> we're all after the same thing. Yeah. We're, all, we're all after a seat at the table yeah. up there. Yep. And um, how are you going to know if you don't ask? Exactly. What's wrong with going up and saying, hey, man, can I pray for you? How can I pray for you? You know, yeah. hey, let me tell you about, I'm just one beggar talking to another beggar. Let me tell you about what I know about God because it's freed me. You know, yeah. whatever. Yeah. You should talk about these things. Yeah. Yeah. You know Absolutely. So, we don't talk about the two most important things that we should be talking about. Isn't that funny? Uh, yes, well, great sermon today. For sure. Talk to your friends about God. Like, talk to me about God. Talk to Mark about God. Ask questions if you have questions. Don't run away from the questions. If you ask me about God, I'm not going to get mad at you. I don't care what your viewpoint is. I'm not going to get angry about anything. Um and how are you going to know if you don't ask? Yeah. <laughs> how I mean, are you going to know if you don't ask? Yeah. You might tell me something that I had no idea, or mm-hmm. I may look at something uh, a little bit differently than you do, or how things apply in day-to-day life. And, and, and that's what it's all about, trying yeah. to share experiences and the struggles that we go through yeah. each and every day about, with uh, our faith and with our work and our families and friends and all that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I get it comes back to community, right? It does. And communication. Absolutely. Community and communication. I like that. You just mean you made that up. We did. It was pretty C&C. good. C and C. Good band name. Yeah. Oh, wait, we could uh, wait. was a season. Well, let's see. There was the C and C music. Fa- we could be the C and C like faith factory. Faith or factory. Something. I like yeah. that. Yeah. Speaking of faith. Everybody pray now. <laughs> <laughs> I digress. Heaven is real. Heaven, hell is real. That was something else that Dennis talked about. We don't have a whole lot of time, but it doesn't matter if you believe it or not, whether something is real. Yeah. And that was something that really struck me as a young, or a, a young man and a young Christian was feelings don't matter. I don't care how I feel about a subject. Truth is objective. It's not subjective. My feelings are subjective. So objective truth is true, whether I believe it or not, whether I like it or not. This is just the way that it is. And that's something that I had to get my mind around in regards to heaven or hell. Even if I don't like the idea that there's a hell, doesn't mean that there's not one. You know what I mean? Yes. Yeah, now I see. Yeah. I'm with you. I just... Keep that in mind. Um, yeah. You got anything else from today, Mark? No. Let's make it a great day and a great week. Okay. Awesome. Thanks you for can, having me in. Absolutely, man. Pound it. <laughs> you guys be a blessing as you are being blessed, and we hope to see you back here next week. If you have any questions or comments, put them down in the, the uh, Facebook, and we'll be sure and get back to you. Um, also, make sure and like and share. And with that, have an awesome week, and we'll see you back here. Next week. See you, everybody.